I'm going to share with you my favorite quotes for motivating yourself to take the entrepreneurial leap that you've been dreaming of. I'm also going to share a really key way to rewrite the negative scripts in your brain that may be holding your back, holding you back. I know you're going to love it. Welcome to the No Fluff Business Podcast with Sarah May Ives. So where did I start? 2011, I decided to start a raw food business. Little did I know, this was a highly unprofitable business. And over the years and along the way, I learned so many important lessons, and that is why I am so passionate about helping to empower women with the most important business principles that they need to understand so they can make good business decisions. So let's dig in. Why are quotes so important? Because they illuminate exactly the struggles that we're having. And for me personally, reflecting on quotes has been a really important way to motivate me and to keep my priorities straight. Because when we're starting businesses as an entrepreneur, it can be really tempting to get off track and forget why we're doing something and get bogged down by the judgments of others. So for that reason, I have collected a book of quotes that I love that have been transformational for me. So the number one quote that you need to say to yourself over and over and over again is this, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. So this quote is so powerful because it is so incredibly true. A lot of times success in business isn't tied to strategy, but it's tied to the belief that we can absolutely succeed and that we have full control over the outcome of a situation. And if we don't have full control of a situation, we have full control about how we're going to respond to things. So if it's meant to be, it's up to me is something that I say to myself over and over and over because really we need to foster this belief that we are able and we are capable to learn, to make change and to make that life that we're truly dreaming of making. So don't fall victim to things like, oh, this thing happened to me and I now think this means that I'm not supposed to do something. This is the universe sending me a signal. No, it's not. If you still want it, if you still want to achieve something, it's really up to you to take the appropriate action to adapt and to make those changes happen. So I hope that you enjoy that quote as much as I do. If it's meant to be, it's up to me, not anyone else. I decide. Okay. Now, another common thing that people say to me is, Sarah, how can I have a successful business when I've started highly unsuccessful businesses in the past or I bought into this scam or this MLM that wasn't profitable? I know more than anyone that you can start a lot of unprofitable businesses and it can be tempting to think that maybe entrepreneurship is just not in the cards for you, but that is absolutely not true. And the quote that inspires me to stay on track with this one is, you can let something define you or refine you. Just like the diamond has its strength, it's one of the strongest stones in the world, a diamond goes under an intense pressure process of of refinement to actually become a diamond. So I like to say to people that are doubting themselves, 
Um, you can let something define you or refine you. I made the decision to let my business failures refine me into the entrepreneur that I am today. And I know I wouldn't be the entrepreneur that I am today if I didn't have those experiences that I had with my first business and the tough learning curve that went along with me starting my first business and then going through many other business ideas. It has made me a better entrepreneur. So I want to give you permission to rewrite that script. You are not a failure. You are not not meant to be an entrepreneur. It hasn't been your time just yet, but you can let those experiences refine you rather than define you as a failure forever, because that is certainly not true. Okay. Another really um, motivational quote that I like to have my students reflect on is, Dogs don't bark at parked cars. What does this mean? Kind of a funny quote, right? Literally, dogs sometimes bark at moving cars. So when you're starting your business and you're making those initial efforts to get going, you'll notice that people start to pay attention. See, when you're living your life of, of normalness, if that's even a word, you're going to the office, you're dropping the kids off at daycare, doing your meetings, coming home from work, cooking supper. When you're living the standard life, People aren't really noticing you that much. Now, when you start to take the big, bold, courageous move to be an entrepreneur, you are going to get feedback from people. Some of it's going to be positive. Some of it's going to be not so positive. Some of it's going to be ambiguous where you're like, hmm, what did she really mean? Was that supportive? Was that not supportive? What the heck? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is when you are making big changes in your life, when you're trying to achieve a, a certain outcome in business, you're going to get people talking about you. What I want you to remind yourself of is this is a normal part of the process. Dogs don't bark at parked cars, meaning I am making progress with my life and I'm people are noticing and it's making them take notice of the things that they are not uh, manifesting in their own lives because Sometimes when people make these bold, courageous moves, it makes other people feel insecure. So what you can do is to turn yourself away from that. Make yourself not available to the negative things that other people say and only tell the people that really deserve to know, the people that you think will support you. The other people can wait until you've succeeded. And then ironically, they don't doubt you as much because then once you've got a successful business, they're just like, oh, wow, that, that's cool. What, how did you do that? <laughs> okay, so that's another really important quote. Dogs don't bark at parked cars. Um, so if the dogs are barking at you, you're on the right track. Another important quote is this one. Don't wait until all your ducks are in a row. When we're starting our business, we can start to get the feeling that things need to be perfect, that we have to have all our ducks in a row, everything needs to be mapped out to the umpteenth degree. The reality is that a lot of entrepreneurs, successful ones, really were just winging it. They were just making a decision to go for it and then learn as they go along. This leads me to another semi-related quote that I love, which is entrepreneurs are the type of people to jump out of a super high building and build the parachute on the way down. Meaning we're inventive, we're practical, we're pro, we're, we're gonna do something when it's needed and 
we don't need to have everything mapped out to make something wonderful happen and to provide a wonderful service for other people. As long as you're centered um, in a place of service for the people that you're working with, you are going to find the way. You are a very resourceful person. If you're watching this video, I'm assuming you're resourceful and you know how to ask questions and get the information you need, even if you don't know everything starting out. So that's why I like to say, don't wait for the perfect time. Don't wait for all your ducks to be in a row because they're never going to be. There's always going to be a reason that's going to make you think that you can't do something. Okay, so the next quote that I want to talk about is called, what consumes your mind controls your life. Your brain, what's going on right up here is one of the most important predictors of your success. And that which we think about all the time is often what ends up happening in our lives because the way we feel is impacted directly by the thoughts we think. And a lot of times we're at the whims of everyone else. So if someone is mean to us at a store, if someone says a rude comment to us, suddenly our emotions are triggered and that impacts the way we feel and therefore the things we think and do and the actions that we may or may not take. And the issue with this is that if you're at the whims of everyone else, you're just like a puppet being pulled by its strings. In fact, Wayne Dyer, an incredible speaker who sadly passed away, um, he one of his most uh, earliest books in the 80s was called Learn to Pull Your Own Strings, Be Master of Your Emotions. Um, and that allows you to be really in control of your life. And this goes back to what are the inputs that we are putting in our minds? What are the things that we are allowing our minds to see? Are we reading things that are making us not feel good? Are we reading stuff that's discouraging us? When you want to go after a big goal and you want to achieve something in a short amount of time, you have to be very judicious about what you allow into your mind because that is going to impact the way you feel, your productivity, the way you can show up, and by, by a consequence, what you can achieve. So be very careful about what you consume. And I like to say, be a, uh, be a creator. This is another quote. <laughs> be a creator, not a consumer. So one of the most important parts of my development in the last year, and I've made a huge financial, um, I don't want to say improvement. I was making really good revenue as just an ads manager, but I've absolutely went up to the, the really a, a, lot, a much bigger <laughs> revenue level in last year. One of the most important ways I did this was becoming a creator and being less of a consumer. I don't consume a lot on social media. I have selected a few key people that I respect and admire, and I listen to their advice only. And that helps me to stay really focused focus so that I can go after the bigger goal of having a bigger impact, helping people, making money, and having that freedom that I really so desire. Okay, another quote that has been so transformational for me is, you'll either have the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is a Jim Rohn quote, R-O-H-M, and he's one of the more classic motivational speakers. And the reason why I love this quote, that you'll either have the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, is because, well, first of all, it's extremely true, but it also makes you to recognize and contemplate the cost of not 
taking action. I think it was Les Brown who also said that the richest place in the planet is in the graveyard because many of us carry our hopes, dreams, desires to the grave and we don't necessarily act on them or take action to make them happen. So because of that, it's really important to remember that you'll either have the pain of discipline. So everyone who achieves something, they go through discipline in their life. You need to be structured. You need to be strategic. You need to prioritize what's important and be disciplined about your schedule and where you're spending your time. Because if not, you will unfortunately have that pain of regret, the pain of not doing the work. So I hope that that motivates you to really go after what you truly want. Another thing is, what's another good quote here? I've got a few more that I'm going to cover. Um, when you are on the precipice of a breakthrough, you will meet an equal and opposite force. What does this quote mean? This quote means that um, oftentimes when we're just on the cusp of something wonderful, something great, we will be met with a force that makes us think it's time for us to give up. And it's really sad that a lot of people give up at that point when really, if they just had gone a little bit further, they would have achieved what they really wanted to achieve. This goes back to the Napoleon Hills story called three feet from gold the guy who like dug for gold in his home like in his property for like 15 years sold the property the guy picked up a shovel and then three feet away he hit gold um, this is the typical story of persist a lot of entrepreneurship comes down to persisting and going further when most people would actually give up so this is the really important hallmark of entrepreneurs. It doesn't say that you have to, you know, beat a dead, uh, beat a dead horse. Sometimes I have rerouted my plans. I have adjusted my strategy. I've given up one business and started another. But overall, it's that I definitely I have a big story of persistence, showing up again, um, getting back at it when many people told me that I was crazy to go back into business after so many failures. So I do encourage you to reflect upon this before you give up what you're doing. And overall, the last quote that I will bring to you today is commit to the daily renewal of your mind. So this is a quote that I believe comes directly from the Bible. And this quote really, again, emphasizes the importance of feeding our mind the right thoughts and committing to the daily renewal, meaning every single day, this mindset stuff is a daily job. Every single day, you want to treat your mind like it's that special garden um, in your backyard and you're weeding, you're plucking the weeds, so to speak, of negativity and thoughts that you're not going to be able to do something or your limiting beliefs. You need to pluck those from your mind on a daily basis. Surround yourself with people that believe in you. Surround yourself with people that are doing what you want to do. This is one of the reasons why my mentorship works so well because by virtue of working with me, people can see firsthand like, this isn't rocket science. This can be done. So make sure that every single day you're paying special attention to your mind and to what you're thinking and then plucking those negative thoughts because that is going to directly contribute to your success. Okay, so how do you guys feel with all those quotes? I hope that they're motivational. Um, they're things that have really moved the needle for me, and I teach them every single day. I repeat them to myself, and I teach them to the students in my program, and it has helped not only me transform, but many, many of the women in my program as well. So the last thing I want to chat about today is how you can rewrite the negative scripts in your brain, because sometimes positivity is not enough. 
It's not necessarily enough just to think great thoughts. We can still have serious doubts and and uh, hesitations about what we really can achieve. So I want you to become really savvy with your brain and recognize when you're thinking a thought that isn't true. A lot of times you will be presented with a thought like, oh, I don't think I can do this. I am too overwhelmed. I'll never be able to figure this out. But if we get quiet, if we tap into our inner wisdom, we can recognize that that is not the truth. Our brain is lying to us because our brain wants us to stay safe and our brain wants us to stop us from taking action that may put us in danger. Um, you know, our brains were evolved hundreds of thousands of years ago and of course we're still sometimes in that fight or flight mode where we're trying to run from the tiger in the forest and our brains doesn't necessarily know or they don't always know what is real imminent danger versus just taking a well-educated risk to gain something greater. So I do recommend that you start to pay attention to your thoughts on a daily basis. Get out your journal and write down those negative thoughts. Then what I want you to do is take a colored pen, like a brighter color, and then write just below that thought, what is the real thought? So for example, I'm too overwhelmed to effectively start a business. I want you to think about what is the truth? I know I can start a business if I prioritize the right tasks in my day-to-day -day life. So I want you to take all your negative thoughts, and, and maybe you won't do this all in one session, but keep your journal nearby, and when you start to get these negative thoughts, and we tend to think the same negative thoughts day in, day out, put those on paper, ask yourself to get quiet, think about the truth, and then overwrite those thoughts with the truth. And what we can do over time as we can literally train our brains to, um, we can literally train our brains to identify that we're thinking that crummy thought and then replace it with that. This is really, uh, I think a basis, I'm not a psychologist, but this is one of the basics of cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a CBT and it's a psychology method that people use to literally rewrite the script in your brain. Alrighty, we'll see you guys next week and thank you so much for watching.